Ryan Fleming can help you chart out a course for your retirement with his intimate knowledge of financial planning and the airline industry. It's time for the Pilot's Advisor. Welcome to another episode of the Pilot's Advisor podcast. We have a very, very special guest today. And that's why I'm wearing a little bit of, uh, if you can see a little bit of Air Force swag. Air Force blue. Yeah, we have a fellow Air Force Academy graduate and CEO of Max Performance Financial. He was an A-10 pilot, so he's a warthog guy. We'll let him tell you a little bit about that. But we try to have guests on the show here that can help us get to retire, help us land in retirement safely, and also give us a few more tools in retirement. And we have Dave on the show today. And Dave, I'm going to let you introduce yourself a little bit, tell us a little bit about yourself, and we'll go from there. Okay, cool. Thanks, Ryan. Thanks for having me, man. Um, hey, I'm Dave Beffert. Uh, yeah, I graduated, I think, just a couple years after you there from the zoo. And uh, we actually played football together for uh, maybe a month and a half before I tore my ACL. And then I was, I was pretty much done. And I was like, yeah, I think I want to fly. So maybe I'll hang up this, this football dream I have and uh, pursue flying afterwards. So anyway, uh, yeah, went off after graduation, flew the A-10 for a number of years and ended up getting out of the Air Force in 2014 and pursued corporate America, where I thought I would uh, you know, spread my wings and fly. And turns out I didn't really like it. And uh, I think any pilot... So I also flew commercial for a couple of years, right? I, I was out of flying for I don't know, seven or eight years, got back into it in 2019 for about two and a half years. And uh, I was flying at the regionals. So I was flying with all these young guys, you know, they're in the left seat, I'm in the right seat. I'm about 10 years or, or more older than them. And, you know, they start complaining about their job, about flying. And I just say, have you ever had, you ever worked in an office? Well, no, you should try it, man. You'll love this job. <laughs> so, you know, and I can actually relate to that because I didn't go straight to pilot training. So I was uh, in contracting in the Air Force and, you know, I was a shoe clerk, I guess we call yeah. it. A shoe yeah, clerk. Shoe. And so uh, I felt like going from the football team to the chess team. I mean, it was brutal. I mean, I yeah. felt like I was watching the clock every single day. I wasn't challenged. And I was like, yeah. this is the rest of my life. Well, and the worst part about that is I, yeah, I went from the fighter pilot community and I did a couple of years in the TACP community right before I got out of active duty. So I was around, you know, nothing but testosterone all day long. And then I go to the corporate world. I'm on the seventh floor, this beautiful office, and it's a bunch of middle-aged people. Yeah, I'm middle-aged now, so nothing against them. Um, but I would every morning get in the elevator and ride up to the seventh floor and everybody in the elevator was staring at their shoes and just looked miserable. I was like, there's no way. I, I can't do this for another 30 years. Are you kidding me? So I had to uh, work myself out of a job. I spent about a year and a half building a real estate investment business on the side before I was confident enough to leave corporate America and just venture out on my own. Started that in 2017, full-time in real estate. And uh, I've been really on my own ever since, except for that, you know, that stint of commercial flying, which let, let's be honest, flying is a, a part-time job. It's, it's a great part-time job. But you, you have a lot of free time. So with that free time, I decided to start building this business in the, the financial sector um, around what uh, I guess I'll just dive into it if you want me to. You know, what this is all about is what I do now is it's called the infinite banking concept. It's a, a term that was coined about 23 years ago by uh, Nelson Nash, the guy who discovered this concept. And what it is, it, it utilizes life insurance, right? The most unsexy product in the world. 
but it utilizes Dude, I, that. And I was hoping you'd never bring up that name and talk about yeah. all the benefits of it before we actually use that bad name because then everybody wants to run away. <laughs> well, see, that's the thing. People, you, everybody has this idea of what it is in their head, but stick with us here because we're going to dispel what that actually is. I mean, I, I've spoken about this for, for hours at a time with people and they're interested. They keep asking more questions like, you, you couldn't imagine something like this would be sexy, but it actually is and i didn't get into the life insurance industry because i want to sell life insurance it's i was utilizing this concept since 2010. so i came back from germany i was living overseas for like four years banked a lot of cash because you make all that extra money overseas and i had it all sitting in the in the bank and i didn't really know what to do with it and then somebody turned me on to this idea this concept and i i, I got into the reading the researching asked a lot of questions and i was like yep this is it this is for me and I just wanted to jump in too. And, and the, you know, my job as a, a financial advisor for a bunch of pilots is to constantly find a better way, constantly find a cheaper way um, to have more tools in our tool bag for retirement. And as we face down uh, taxes, inflation, you know, government spending and how that's going to affect how much of your portfolio is actually yours. This is how I got here. And I've only been dealing with this, what you do for a couple of years now. And I'm realizing how much of an amazing solution it is, you know, to be a part of a part of the retirement picture and planning. And so Dave's on the show because he's the expert. He's the expert in this. And I want to introduce it to all of you so you guys can understand this. Yeah, thanks. Uh, so really what I do is I teach people how to create their own banking system for their family, for their business, to eventually with the end goal in mind of really pulling yourself out of that, the commercial banking industry and being reliant. I'm going through, I'm, I'm buying a house right now, right? I got remarried back in October. We have seven kids. We've been living apart since we got Ooh. married because we don't have a house. Neither of us are in a house big enough to support nine people. We finally found one. We're closing in a couple of weeks here. What a pain, man. The mortgage process and all of the stuff, you, you basically sign away your life. You actually, did you know you sign away your fifth and 14th amendment rights when you sign? All the mortgage paperwork you probably didn't know that and most people don't but go look at your paperwork you did that um anyway I no clue i just signed <laughs> away man yeah i don't want to be a part of that anymore and i think most people if they said you know if i had the choice i would choose not to be a part of that system what well, you do have a choice and this this is how i've done it and this is how thousands of people uh in our country in north america us and canada are able to do this and it involves creating these specially designed life insurance contracts as really a foundation, a place to put your capital, to store it there so that capital goes to work for you and is earning you know, interest and dividends for you every day for the rest of your life, while at the same time you can access that capital or leverage it for the use of the life insurance company's money to go do your spend, your big spending, your investing, um, your you know, starting a business things like that. So what you're saying is, and, and I apologize, we got some dumb pilots on here. We got Marines on the show. And Dave, you're a smart guy. So you're gonna have to talk down to us a little bit, especially, you know, I always make fun of the Marines. They'll, <laughs> they'll, they'll call me after they listen to the podcast. So now now it's a thing. But so what you're saying is it's got liquidity. It ha it has safety. It's still going to grow. And, and I don't know if you said tax free or not yet. But yeah, so good point. So you you bring up some of the big highlights of this. So the first one I think of is guarantees. Like who doesn't like guarantees? Um, I you can't know, even all say these. That. Yeah, you're not allowed to, right? right. I, I'm not registered, 
so I can say that all day long, <laughs> right? And I'm not registered on purpose. You know, one, I don't want to have to take that test. That's a lot of studying I don't want to do. Yeah. Um, but uh, <laughs> there's, there's guarantees in this system, you know, using this process, there's guarantees. Let's talk being a banker, because this is really about becoming your own bank and becoming your own banker. So if you got to, you start thinking like a banker thinks, not like a consumer or a borrower thinks, but like a banker thinks. When you go to the bank and you get, you got that mortgage, right? Or they hold the mortgage, they loan you the money for the house, or really they create the money out of thin air for you to purchase that house. Who has the guarantees in that situation? You or the bank? The bank. The bank, right? Because if you don't make that monthly payment, they've got the property. They can take that back from you. So they have the guarantees. I like guarantees. I like being the banker. And I've been the banker in, in so many situations in my life in the last 13 years because of this concept where I get to make the terms. I get to make the rules. But the big one is guarantees. All, all the pilots out here have their, their qualified plan, right? Their 401k. It's a great deal for you guys. Because you get you know, the company for most companies, they they dump you know a, a large chunk of your paycheck. Um, they match that right, or they they throw what fifteen, sixteen percent, or something automatically yeah, it's not into a four one k. Matching, it's a percentage. It's not of matching. You make, but it's a pretty awesome deal. It's one of the and it's on top of what you there. make. Yeah. So and you don't have to contribute anything. Now you can, but um, they're doing that for you already, right? But there's no like you said, you can't say guarantee. There's no guarantees of how much is going to be there when I need it. And like you said, how much of that is actually mine versus when you said that you meant because of taxes and, and bureaucrats, all of that's not all yours. So. Well, and the reality is too, especially as you start getting closer to retirement, you want something that, you know, we try try to lessen the volatility, but what we're really looking for is a safe money investment. And what is truly safe? And, and that's where you want to have something like this that's the fixed income portion of your portfolio. And it's, it's, it's 100% safe, right? Absolutely. There's guarantees in there with companies that have been around for 100 plus years that have been profitable for every year they've been in existence. There's guarantees. And, and, and this industry is highly regulated at the state level too. So even if a company were to ever go under, the state jumps in and provides some guarantees for policy owners as well. But yeah, how... How great would it be to never participate in a down market? You know, right now we just had all these banks fail. So you keep using the word guarantees. What are these guarantees? Like give us a little, give us a little something more. So in life insurance companies, there's with these policies, there's the death benefit, which everybody understands with life insurance. It comes with a death benefit, right? But there's also cash value. In properly structured whole life policies, we can accelerate the growth of that cash value. So there's always two sides of the ledger. There's the guaranteed side that shows you, hey, if you pay your premium every year, at year whatever, you look up at, at age 67, you'll have this much cash value guaranteed and you'll have this much death benefit guaranteed. That's in, in military terms, I would call that the worst case, worst case or most dangerous course of action, right? In an army term, um, most dangerous course of action because that would that would assume that the company never makes a profit and never pays dividends again but that that is highly highly unlikely to ever happen so there's also the non-guaranteed side which includes dividends um, so another piece of this puzzle is being a part of a mutually owned company there's two different types of companies stock owned and mutually owned right stock owned companies they answer to the stockholders 
So they get the dividends. And a mutually owned company, as a policy owner, you get the dividends from all the, the profit the company makes. They pay it back to you. And that gets added on top of your cash value every year. So we're not worried about stockholders in this case. We are actually all mutually coming together and we own the company all together if you have one of these contracts. Absolutely. So and, you're an owner of the company. And I think it's important to point out because I do know a little bit about this and my my aunt worked for uh, Northwestern Mutual for okay. 30 some years. And I, and I think it's important to point out to all our listeners, this isn't your mom and pop's whole life policy that most of us know about that you look at an illustration and you're like, what is this doesn't make any sense. No, no, I think most explain how how different, more powerful this is and why it's structured differently. Yeah. So you and I, uh, I don't know if you did this, but when we were firsties, when we were seniors about to graduate, we had some financial institution come visit the academy and wine and dine you and explain all these, you know, financial products that they can sell you, right? I'm not going to say the name. <laughs> See, but Dave's anybody, good at this. He doesn't throw them under the bus. I will. Yeah, anybody yeah, who's in the who military. <laughs> we all know who it is. Yeah, anybody who's in the military knows this company, right? And they've got good intentions. And I truly think most of the people that work there are, are, are great people. They just don't know what they don't know. But what did I do? You know, I was newly married, uh, second lieutenant, making 1800 bucks every two weeks. I bought whole life insurance because he sold it to me and made it made, okay cool yeah fifty thousand and i get a guarantee i can buy another 50 down the road whatever well after two years of doing that i was like this is stupid uh, i'm gonna buy a term and invest the difference right because that's what you know dave some, ramsey there we go dave ramsey told me to do so i'm gonna follow his advice i'm way smarter than these guys now so i canceled it and you know looking back i'm not i'm not upset that i canceled it because it was structured very poorly there's a much better way to structure. But then 10 years later, fast forward, somebody introduces this to me and immediately I'm like, oh, no, whole life insurance, I've done that. I don't want anything to do with it. And then they say, this isn't, we're not talking life insurance here. We're talking becoming, set, creating your own banking system. Then it becomes a little more intriguing. So I start looking at that. And, and the, the reason it's different is because we structure it so different, like I said, to maximize the growth of that cash value. So it starts showing up immediately. It doesn't take you know, 5, 10, 20 years to actually have anything in there that you can borrow against. It's, it's immediate. Hey, if you're ready to have clarity and thrive in your retirement, you're in the right place. And I've got another resource for you to check out. Go to retirepilots.com and look right there on the homepage. You'll be able to click Get My Free Toolkit. What this is going to do is help you get for free Ryan's Retirement Toolkit. This is going to include his two books, The Pilot's Advisor and Pilot's Retire Early, revealing the nine critical decisions when retiring and the seven lessons to save your retirement. Not only does it include the books, but lots of other goodies packed into this free toolkit that'll be sent to you ASAP. It's a great starting place for any pilot to begin their retirement journey. Go to retirepilots.com. It's funny how I got introduced to it. And, the, and the, the first thing that I want to go back on that you said is you said you don't know what you don't know. Okay. And, and that's the worst part. And the way I bring that up in the flying community is if you're ever flying an airplane and you look to the guy to the right or left of you and you realize he's so far behind the airplane and doesn't even know it. You oh, know, yeah. That's a scary place to be. But whether it's experience or he lost SA, you don't know what you don't know. That's a bad place to be. And I actually got introduced to this by the a son of a 777 United captain. And he was a financial advisor. I'd known him for 13 years. And he goes, Ryan, let me show you something. And this is something a little bit different. Mm -hmm. And of course, I had to open up my, you know, uh, I, I 
blew that. But like when you, you know, I'd open up my mind and give it a chance. Yeah. Yeah. We call it the, uh, the arrival syndrome where you've arrived, you know, everything there is to know, and nobody can tell you anything different. Right. And that's a very dangerous place to be, especially as a pilot, when you have, you know, oftentimes lives depending on you, but you know, even worse than not, than not knowing something. So Will Rogers has a quote that I love to, to, uh, to misquote probably, but, um, he said the things, you know, what's wrong with Americans isn't what they don't know. It's what they think they know that just ain't so. So yeah, you think you know something about life insurance. It ain't so, you know, just cause you know, Dave Ramsey told you this is a scam. Well, why don't you listen to somebody who's an expert in it and tell you why he was wrong, either, you know, ignorant or intentionally deceiving you uh, one or the other. In either case, I don't want to do business with somebody like that. Well, so, it's, it's about constantly learning and getting better and having an open mind. And, and I constantly have to remind my listeners and clients that Dave Ramsey's audience is someone that makes $60,000 a year or less is in massive credit card debt, and they're trying to figure out a way to get out of debt. So some of those principles don't apply to us being you know, professional airline pilots or business owners. And so you got to take it to the next level. And this is something that many wealthy people use, correct? Absolutely. It's been around. The thing about this, it's been around for hundreds of years. And it used to be the, the primary way Americans saved money. So during the Great Depression, a lot of families actually reached back into their life insurance policies to, to live off of because that money was still there where their money in the stock market was gone. You know, it just vanished overnight. Uh, but this has been a, a mainstay and probably the most stable financial product that's ever existed. But, you know, I, I like talking less about the product and more about the process, which is banking. But you know, you have to use something to bank with, and you can bank with a number of things. I've just never found anything better to use as a banking system than properly structured whole life insurance. Uh, we already talked to guarantees. Uh, you mentioned tax-free. So yeah, cash value grows technically tax-deferred, but in the way you use the process, when you learn it, you're never going to pay taxes on those dollars, all the earnings, the rest of your life. And there's going to be much more cash available than you've ever put into the policy at some point during your life. It's just, it's the fact there's nothing you can do to change that. It's just, that's how it works. Um, but you get to access all that growth completely tax-free your entire life because it's a loan, right? You're taking a loan. And when you go to the bank and get a loan, does the government tax you on that? No, because it's a loan. So that's just the way that the tax code works. They don't tax loans. It doesn't make any sense. And, so, I, and I want to throw something else out there, and I apologize for uh, interrupting you from time to time. No, go ahead. But if this sounds a little bit intriguing to you, and we're going to keep talking about it, but if it sounds a little bit intriguing to you, we're going to have spinoff episodes where we're going to talk about different things that we can use this this uh, this vehicle for, different things in your life that it, that it really applies to. It could be an amazing, amazing solution. Uh, and, and Dave, if you want to throw a couple of those things out there, that's fine. Or if you just want to keep talking about the banking concept, that's fine too. I'll let you run with it. Okay. Well, yeah, I mean, these, I get a couple of things I'll talk about fit both of those. So one would be, how about an emergency fund? So most people really, I, people don't save enough in general, but the savings Americans typically do is inside a qualified plan because they're saving for retirement. Yet when an emergency comes up, they have to have access to capital. 
So where do they go? They end up going in debt, you know, going to credit cards to get through an emergency and then not being able to pay those off for, for some time. So now they're paying exorbitant amounts of interest to somebody else. What this does is um, you, you stockpile capital. And that's what I do. What I do is my emergency. I like, here's one thing Dave Ramsey says that I fully agree with, have an emergency account. You know, have three to six months of, of living expenses saved up and never go below that. So I always have that number in mind. Like I'm never gonna leverage all of it that I have over here in my life insurance policy. I'm gonna keep some available for emergencies when they happen because they're going to happen. You know, how many times, you know, I don't know what every every 10 years there's there's some kind of major disruption in the airline industry. There's furloughs, there's reduced hours, there's whatever it may be. And and you have an emergency. You still gotta pay bills, your family still needs support. Where are you going to go get that money? Well, this is an easy place to go grab that money, right? It's sitting there. It's ready for you to use. You just borrow against it, do what you need to do, and then you can pay it back whenever you want, however you like, if you want. You actually don't even have to pay it back. Of course, you wouldn't do that if you're playing banker, but anyway. And then how about opportunities? So I think there's two uses for money, emergencies and opportunities, and you're going to have both in your lifetime. So opportunity, having an opportunity fund available um, when a good deal comes by. I mean, how many deals do people not even see because their eyes aren't looking for them because they don't have capital available to, to strike? If you had capital available, your eyes would be open. You'd start looking for those deals. And when the right one came along, you'd have the money to be able to put it into it right away. And I mean, I've got one of, one of the big maxims um, that that uh, we IBC practitioners use is when you have capital opportunity will find you. And I found that to be the truest thing I've ever heard is when you have money, opportunity is going to find you either because your eyes are open and you're looking for it or people, people bring things to you. And I've had that happen time and time again. So, you know, there's other uses for it. You know, I, I used to have a five, two, nine plan for all the kids. And as soon as I learned about this concept, I, I stopped funding those. In fact, I think I just pulled up money out that I had in there and started putting it into these policies for them if, for a number of reasons. If you knew how many times I'm dealing with clients that have 529 plans that the, they can't use the money or they did the prepaid in whatever state and then their kid said, oh, I'm going to this other state right? Uh, all the time. And, and there's got to be a, there has to be a better way to save for college and, and still have that flexibility and we've talked about this offline and we'll do a show on it. I mean, absolutely. College savings. This is an amazing vehicle. Yeah. Yeah. I'd say that'd be a great, um, a great other episode to do that with. But, you know, to put this in terms uh, a pilot could understand because, you know, we're, we're talking to knuckle draggers here and we need to. <laughs> and I can he, say that because I, to say I that am one. He was. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's really infinite banking is about controlling your financial environment. If you can control it instead of just being a passenger. So it's kind of like, you know, if you've got a thunderstorm between, you know, Minneapolis and Chicago, you've got some control because you can go around it, right? This is, you're controlling your own environment when you make those deviations by going around that weather uh, to get to where you want to be safely. And this is what, what, it, what it offers you. You get to control your environment because you have the capital available. You don't need to make decisions out of scarcity or fear. You can make them out of a, a position of strength because you, you have capital available and that's really what it's about. Um, also like flying in a headwind versus a tailwind, right? 
if you're constantly financing with the banks, always paying interest to them, never really getting out from under it. Spinning your wheels. Yeah, you're spinning your wheels. You're, you're, it's a perpetual headwind. You know, you're never going to make up the ground that you think you should between now and retirement. However, if you put your money somewhere where it's going to be working for you and you don't lose the opportunity cost of actually spending it, it's stored and it's earning and compounding uninterrupted for you, and you can leverage it and spend it at the same time, putting your dollars into two places at the same time, you're creating a perpetual tailwind for yourself. It's just going to accelerate your ground speed, right? And get you there faster and, and with better results. And let me expand on that. So what you're saying is you could have your money working for you over here, earning earning something, a dividend, interest, however you want to say it, but also use the money somewhere else. Like it's a, a, a dollar that could be used in two different places? At the exact same time. So imagine putting money, say $100,000 in cash value over here. You're earning interest and dividends on that every year, compounded uninterrupted. At the same time, maybe you want to go buy that that new uh, car for your wife, $50,000. Or pay that college bill. Or pay the college bill. Or go start that business because you're a pilot. You got a lot of free time. What are you doing with all that time, right? You go start that business or you go buy that business from somebody, a franchise. Well, you could take, say, a $70,000 loan. You go do that. Guess what? You're still earning on the full 100000 at the exact same time. So, so now you're getting working multiple. Working in two places at the same time. Everybody's talking about, I want a high rate of return. Well, you know what? I'd rather have multiple rates of return. Very powerful. It's a multiplication, man, not addition. Very powerful. Yeah. Um, you know, and the, the great thing about this, it's much like flying a jet. Every year that these policies are in force and you're paying your premium, they become more efficient. So very quickly, usually every dollar you put in is starting to create more than $1 available in cash value that you can put to work. So every year they get more and more efficient, just like flying a jet. Every mile you fly, that jet becomes more and more efficient because it's lighter and there's nothing you can do about it. It's just the nature of, of how it's designed. It's the same with life insurance. It gets more efficient every single year up until the day you die. Well, you got me, you have me even more excited and I'm already excited about the concepts, but uh, it, it gets me excited to talk about the different areas that this can fit into your life and, and also in retirement planning. Um, and we're, and we're going to expand on that like we talked about before. But if you guys have any desire to learn more about this, not only are we going to have other podcasts, but you can reach out to myself. We're going to have Dave's contact information in the show notes as well. Because uh, it is a very, very powerful tool. Right on. And I'll, I'll just leave you with you know, the, the thing I, we say at the end of um, you know, Paul and I, our podcast is, hey, control your capital or somebody else will. And there's That's one other quote about. you use that I think is great. He who? He who? Say, give me a little more. <laughs> who has the gold? Oh, yeah. It's the golden rule, right? He who <laughs> has the gold makes the rules. That is the golden rule of, of the world honestly, of banking, right? That's not the one we teach our kids, but it should be one of them we teach our kids because you trace it all back. It, it, everything goes back to money. Absolutely. You know, whether you like it or not, it's an important thing. And the more control you have, frankly, the better your life's going to be. And, and it made me think about it when you're talking about going around the storm from Minneapolis to Chicago, like, well, I can control this. I can go around it. And I was thinking, yeah, if you have enough fuel and it's kind yeah, of the same boom. concept. Right. Yeah. If you have enough capital, you can control your environment. Yeah, exactly. So let's, so let's be fat on gas. Let's fly safe. 
I hope you guys got something out of this podcast. I hope you're intrigued. And uh, Dave's going to be back with us. And we're going to talk about specifics and how it can help you with your retirement planning and day-to-day living. Today, let your money work for you. Take care, guys. Information is for illustrative purposes only and does not constitute tax, investment, or legal advice. Always consult with a qualified investment, legal, or tax professional before taking any action.